0: Log Talk Radio.
1: Uh, welcome to the show, and uh, today we have a moon that just went into the astrological sign of Gemini, so we're going to have some good conversations on this show today, so okay, welcome one and all, it's another episode of Magic Universe with Sharona, and I'm so happy that you're joining me here today. This little radio show is all about awakening and embracing your interpersonal power and self-confidence, as well as we talk a lot about shining your light, as well as creating magic and miracles in all areas of your life, just simply by using a little bit of help from whatever you call them, your angels, your ancestors, and your spiritual guides, as well as that divine and loving conscious energy. Of what I like to call the magic universe that we are each a part of so are you ready are you ready to live your magic are you ready to be who you really are then you're going to want to join me during this hour because I invite you to step into your power and awaken your true magic so why don't you grab yourself a cup of tea and settle in because I know that this is going to be a fun and magical hour Okay, just to tell you a little something about me, I am Sharona, and I am your radio host. And I am also a tarot, master reader, teacher, and scholar, as well as an angel Reiki master. I'm also a spiritual coach and a business coach, and I am also a teacher of the magical and intuitive intuitive arts. So, um, you know a little bit about that I love to make use of such tools as tarot astrology numerology and much much more because uh, it helps me and my dear friends manifest the life of our dreams Uh, you see I'm following my dreams uh, besides the dream of doing a radio show I also do my teaching and coaching, but I'm also an artist and designer and an author. And uh, right now, I'm in the process of creating my soon-to-be-released the Boho Pixie Tarot, along with its little guidebook, The Little White Dog, where um, I share my revolutionary system for reading tarot that will have you interpreting tarot faster than you can say pixie. So you become tarot fluent speaking the language of tarot, and you do that by uh, combining numerology together with tarot as well as following your own little white dog. I am coming to you live today from New York City where it is a sunny and beautiful winter day. Now to tell you a little bit about the show, Magic Universe, it is a live call and radio show and here we talk about such topics as angels palmistry which we're actually going to be talking about today as well as energy healing tarot and oracle cards astrology synchronicity but most of all it's the show is about embracing your own personal magic so that you can raise your energy so that you have good 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 high vibrations and that way guess what you'll be able to generate and attract more love and magic into your life and one of the things that i love most is i love introducing my listeners to uh great people in our tarot and metaphysical community and today we have a special guest he's going to be returning because everyone wanted him to come back the marvelous marvelous James Devine and we're going to be talking about tarot and palmistry and um, other good stuff and afterwards we are going to be doing some live uh, tarot reading so hey guys please call in Uh, this is a live call-in show so if you want to say hi to us if you want a free mini reading or an angel message, or a little bit of angel Reiki, or talk to our special guests, that phone number is 714-816-4628. Now, that's just to listen, okay? If you want me to take your call so that you're live on the air, you will need to press the number one after you call in on your keypad, and that will let me know that you want me to take your call okay and also I want you to know that I do take the calls in the order that they're received so if you call in and you know for whatever reason you hang up then you're going to have to call back in and get back in line okay and also I want to let you know that we do have a chat room so it's uh, through the Tarot Guild so it's said tarotguild.com forward slash chat and um, That will take you over to where you'll be able to borrow all the uh, instructions and you'll be able to go into the chat room and meet some wonderful people there. And should let you know that the Tarot Guild is one of our sponsors as well as Psychic Talk Radio Network, which is the one and only radio network with spirit as well as Psychic You. So um, you want to go to learn more about that? If you don't already know, you want to go to www.psychictalk.net, and there you'll learn more about our past and upcoming radio shows, our hosts, as well as some of the online courses that we offer over there. And while you're there, you might want to check out my course, which is the Certified Angel Reiki Practitioner Course which is the only online course where I can get you certified both as a Yasui Reiki master, as well as an angel Reiki masters. And also I want to let you know when I'm not on the air, you can also reach me at Sharona at PsychicTalk.net. And while I'm going through my sponsors, I also want you to know uh, that one of our sponsors is also the IAAP, that's the International Association of Angel Practitioners, which is the uh, very first worldwide organization that was formed to educate, celebrate, and support spiritual practitioners and entrepreneurs around the world. So to learn more about that, you are going to want to visit www.angelpractitioners.com to learn even more. Okay, so... We are going to get ready to uh, rock and roll. We've got all that out of the way, and um, let me tell you about our show today. Today, we have a returning special guest, and his name is James Devine. And to tell you a little bit about him, in case you weren't in on the first show, uh, James Devine performed his first palm reading when he was 11 years old after reading a pamphlet on the topic that he found in his grandparents' attic. And at the age of 16, he started reading professionally and has studied the art of palmistry ever since. Now, what he does is he combines uh, psychology, sociology, metaphysics, and he has a very unique approach um, to that's both practical and inspirational now James mission is to also transform the practice of palmistry and what he means by that is he wants to save it from I love this from the grips of misfortune tellers and charlatans who often misuse the art of palmistry um and with this in mind james has even uh devoted the last 30 years on a new way to seek the inner inner truths and he has created his own method of palmistry the divine hand and he teaches it in an apprenticeship program where he presents workshops across the country and um, is currently working on his first book on the topic of palmistry and i think you'll find that a reading from James will leave you inspired, uplifted, and amazed. That's because his method, the divine hand, is really unique. So without further ado, um, I should have music to do this. I'll go, ba-ba-ba-ba. welcome <laughs> James Divine. I'm so happy that you're oh, here thank today. Thank you.
2: Thank you, yeah. Shalona. Oh, my gosh. So much. I <laughs> love hanging out with you. It's so fun.
1: Uh, if only ditto. we were
2: in person, that would be even more fun.
1: Well, we're going to work on that, aren't we? We're going to work on yes, it does. Uh, with, we, that
2: it does feel like we're just sitting next to each other, though, right now. I just love that.
1: Yeah, don't you love this? Yeah, so we'll be talking about what you've been up to, and you know, like when people call in, I say, "Where are you calling from today?"
2: Oh, yeah. I am based, as you know, in Seattle, Washington. That's where we have our home and where most of my world is based. But where am I right now? You know better than you know where I am. I'm in New Orleans, Louisiana. We have been snowbirding in the 80-degree weather of New Orleans, and it has been fantastic to avoid the 20 degrees and the snow and the winter weather. So it is a gorgeous, beautiful, sunny day with big puppy clouds. It's after Mardi Gras. We were here for Mardi Gras. We had a fantastic time. I've been doing palmistry in this magical city, and I'm teaching. Um, I learned palmistry in just one workshop uh, this week, and uh, um, and on Thursday I'm teaching another class that i've developed called the witch's cycle of manifestation which is um debunking actually it's expanding on the ideas of the secret and giving you the things the the movie the secret left out so that's a really fantastic class so i'm having a lot of fun down here teaching and reading and expanding on the magic of new orleans
1: Oh, I love, I love New Orleans, as they say down there. It's one of my favorite cities. I mean, it's a really magical city. There's just so many, um, it's like so many magical traditions, you know, so many, you know, like the thing that's really cool in case our listeners don't know is that New Orleans, um, has been a part of what, how many countries now? Not to mention uh sure. the uh the First Nations. I mean, it just has so layer yeah. upon layer of culture and but it's not layered, you know, it all kind of seeps through so you get that magical gumbo. <laughs>
0: Yes, yes. Oh.
2: It is, and, and it is literally layered. When you dig down underground, there are, are layers of the First Nation people, the Native people, the floods that have come and gone, the hurricanes that have come and gone, and the colonialization that has come and gone. And there are very challenging, very painful history here of the slave trade, and there's very beautiful history here of the his, of the architecture and the art and the beauty. And so there's a mix of pain and anguish and beauty and love. And, and there's everything in new Orleans and um, it all comes together. And, you know, some of that pain and anguish still exists today and some of the beauty and the art and the gorgeousness exists today together as well. And we seek to, you know, balance those things out and, and have justice and, and have a better society and, we, you know, revel in the things that are beautiful and in the gorgeous things that are here, too. So it's, it's everything, and it's really a, a, a fascinating and complex place to, to be. And it's a really cool, dynamic um, city, and it's, I think, important to recognize and observe all of it. And it certainly makes for a very dynamic, very, very magical, magical place of transformation,
1: yeah well i mean i i actually think it probably is the um the most magical city because it really embodies that thing you know no matter what happens, the magic never died there you know it is yes. magic is real, and it you know it never goes that's one place where it never went away you know it it was always oh. there,
0: <laughs> yeah. mhm.
2: You can scroll down these several hundred-year-old, you know, buildings are still standing, even through the hurricanes, even through the floods, even through the, you know, changes. And you can just feel it. You can, even with the neon lights and the drunken people and the Vegas-like experience of Bourbon Street, but the backdrop is 400-year-old buildings. And it's remarkable. It's It's magical, even if people... Um, are there not even noticing the magic. It's still, it brings out the magic in everyone and I love that. So yeah, we're really yeah. enjoying New Orleans and we're enjoying the snowbirding. So, and I'm <laughs> several time zones closer to you.
1: Yeah, well we, um, we were, we uh, privately talked about that. We are definitely going to get together again in the magical city of New York. <laughs>
2: That's right. And New York is so magical. I love meeting up with you in Manhattan and just having a great time. So I can't wait to do that again and spending more time with you next time.
1: Awesome. Well, I'm looking forward to that, too. So, um, you know, I know a lot of people wrote in. You know, what I did this year was I said, you know, I'm going to ask my audience to email me and let me know who they want to have back on the show and you were at the top of the list so oh wow. uh, probably have, yeah yeah and um so i you know probably we have a lot of people that already know about you but um what you can do is enlighten the new listeners on that and then also talk about what you're up to right now because Hey, we're always evolving, and I know you're always evolving and growing and, you know, <laughs> putting all yeah. the layers together. So tell, tell us. Certainly.
2: About. Well, you, you gave me such a fantastic introduction, and I, I really appreciate that. Thank you so much. Um, as a palm reader, that has really been my um, number one thing is palm reading and, and looking at the hand as an expression of our body. The thing that has really been um, floating my boat these days is the, the connection. And and one of the things that people often ask is so, so when I read your palm, one of the things that I look at is what element is your palm is your hand. And people have different elemental um, types of hands. So you may have an earth hand, a water hand, um, an air hand, or a fire hand, or you may even have a combination hand. You may have a mist hand, which is earth and uh, which is water and air. You may have a lava hand, which is fire and earth, or a combination of, of other elements. So there are, there are many others, and there's actually 16 elemental hand types in the Divine Hand Method. And when you think about that number 16, because there can be the air of water, but there can also be the water of air. And this reminds you, there's something else that has 16, isn't there? There are 16 court cards in the tarot. So I did, at the Northwest Tarot Symposium last year, I did this talk that was connecting the 16 elemental hand types with the 16 court cards in the tarot.
3: And it was mind
2: blowing because you can look at your body and the somatomancy. So I'm going to, I'm going to define that word. Somatomancy is the divination using your body. So soma means your body. And mancy is, the, is a word we add on to lots of different things, which are the, the divination of. So we can read, there's face reading, there's reading of the shape of the skull or the scalp, there's reading of the toes in China, there's lots of other reading. And palmistry is one of the types of somatomancy, or reading your soma, or reading your body. And so we can look at at your soma, your, your body's expression, your metaphysical expression in your body, and we can map it to the tarot cards. And so let's say you have mist hands, which is the water of air. Wow, the water of air is the um, knight, I'm sorry, the queen of cups card. I'm sorry, the queen, I'm queen of, it's the queen of swords, because the air is the suit, and the queen is the water. So the queen of, of swords is the water of air. And so suddenly okay. someone with a, with a, with a mist hand can look at that queen of, of swords card and see that as their significator and can read into that and say, oh, my, my physiological, my body's expression in the world is this water emotion and, and and air logic this combination and they can look at this queen of swords and and relate with that and have this way of relating in a way and this this uh, significator card that can be really really meaningful
1: oh that's I, I've never I'm learning something that is that's magnificent wow yeah oh wow
2: and so it, it matches all over the place. The other thing that's really cool is you can do that with astrology. So people are often asking, wow, so I have air hands or I have fire hands, but I'm a Pisces. That's a great one. I have fire hands, but I'm a Pisces sun. And this is really fun. Um, and this is where I talk about the connection between your astro- astrological chart, and your hands, or your soma, your body. And in India, they always read your palm or your face or some part of your body with your astrology because they go together. There's a lot of people, people who may be listening, may have this experience. My chart, my astrological chart is great, but it something is missing like it it, it explains a a part of me that makes sense but it never fully there's parts that seem to be missing about me like sure I'm a Pisces with an Aquarius rising and a Taurus moon but it never and and it's explained to me people have read my chart but there's a certain part of me that has a dynamic nature or transformational nature or I have this energy and it doesn't really seem to be explained in those three signs or in the rest of my chart? Well, when you get your palm reading and it turns out you have fire hands and there's this dynamic nature to you that shows up in your body, oh, this seems to complete your total metaphysical identity. This happens to me all the time when I'm reading someone's palm and then we look at their chart and they have a V8 moment. Is that and am I dating myself by saying that? Like I should have had a V8 <laughs> where they just chester. kidding themselves. And they're like, ah, oh, I got it. Of course, this is what was missing. So that's a really fun experience to look at how your, your metaphysical identity of your body works with and, and fills in what might be missing from your astrological
4: chart
1: yeah that's that's really um, wow yeah yeah cuz I you know I think um, it makes a lot of sense and like for example um, when we met you told me I had a water hand and yeah. I um, I'm I'm in Aries although I always say I most of my most of my planets you know than the main few of things tend to be more earthy and water. So, yeah. Um,
2: this is a great example for you, Sharona. May I use you as an example? Yes, of course. So this is, so you have this fiery, earthy chart. This is lava, right? The transformation of the tangible. And we think about how you've worked in design as an artist. You have this, dynamic nature in your astrology, which is this ability for you to transform the tangible. Fire being the, the, the idea, the archetype of transformation. Earth being the element or the archetype of the tangible, of things that are real. And so it makes sense that you're this artist. You're an artist. You're brilliant with design and art and making something real. And yet, there's something else. There's something intuitive. There's something emotional. There's something deeply connected. There's that sensitivity that you have. There's that empathic ability of you to be able to sense the jerk in the room. There's that beautiful, watery quality that may not show up as prominently in your chart, but the minute I looked at your hands, those elegant, long, gorgeous hands you have, Boom, water hands. There she is, this amazing, empathic, intuitive, you know, water hands with someone who's an Aries. I'm also an Aries. I mean, that's really kick-ass. That is such an amazing magician type of component because here you are with access to all the elements right at your disposal. Well, of course, this is why you can manifest so well and manifest things in 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 reality because your physical body brings the water element and your chart brings the rest of those elements to bear it's so awesome does that resonate for you does that make
1: sense yeah it makes sense because you know people are often like surprised for me my whenever i get a challenge um you know i do you get emotional? Sometimes I start to cry and then I kick ass. <laughs> okay. Oh, like, <laughs> <laughs> probably yeah. on, and,
2: and I love that because it's probably unexpected. You probably have unexpected responses to things or people are kind of surprised.
1: But then you like <laughs> yeah.
2: really do it right. I I love it.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, it, it's fun because I like, you know, I like to, <laughs> I like to experience stuff, you know, get my toes mm-hmm. in all experiences and all emotions mm-hmm. and feel them, you know, even if it, even if it, if it's scary or whatever, you know, as long as, cause I know that I can, I can get myself back out of it, but I, I, you know, I would feel bad if I couldn't feel everything, you know, if I totally put up, you know, you know, barriers around feeling stuff, because feeling stuff is cool, Sure,
2: A hundred percent. I mean,
1: yeah. And, you know,
2: the other thing that I really love to look at, this is where my sociology hat plays in. Our world, our society, our modern society hates water as an element, as an archetype. When do yeah. we ever have bring your feelings to work day? No, we have bring your kid, bring your dog to work day. But there's no bring your feelings to work day. We're told leave your feelings at home. So we're having feelings and being a water orientation. Think about how we talk about uh, water signs, even amongst us woo-woo people, right? If there's someone who's Mm -hmm. a Scorpio, a Cancer, or a Pisces, we have a tendency to say, to make excuses for them. Oh, she's a she's a Scorpio, oh, watch out, right? We might disparage a Pisces for being wishy-washy or a Cancer for being too sensitive. These are things that are seen as like things to make excuses for for people that we care about because, oh, we'll make excuses because of their water sign or we'll make excuses for ourselves. I'm so sorry, I'm a Cancer, I can't. This is terrible. It's because we are socialized to see our water element, our feelings, our emotional superpower, as a detriment. And this is terrible. This is not how it should be. This is because we are socially programmed, not because it's actually true. Your emotional, the emotional side of you is a superpower, and you are taught and programmed by our modern society that it's a weakness. And this is something that we can switch up. The same with fire. Fire is seen as quality, as too brash, too bold. You be careful with that. This transformation is too much. You know, we we want to change. We want, we don't really want change. We want the earth aspect. We want the results of change. We don't actually want to do change. And so, When you and I show up with our Aries nature ready to make change happen, everyone is like, well, we just want the results. We don't actually want to go through the path of transformation. And it can be inordinately frustrating for fire-oriented people to actually help other people, others go through the transformation. But everyone wants the results. So our, our fire and water orientations metaphysically are routinely rejected our society. Our society really only wants earth and and very shallow earth in the form of money, cars, and houses, or air in the form of ideas, but only ideas that make money. And anything else is routinely rejected. So when we realize this from a sociological perspective, it can help us navigate the world in a better way. And to also realize there's nothing wrong with me just because I'm a Cancer or just because I'm an Aries or a Pis- or a or a Sagittarius or a Leo. These are actually strengths that I have, and the world actually is the problem, not me.
1: Yeah, that's that's. Yeah, I never thought of it that way. That is a good way to, to uh, think about that because. You know, everyone wants to manifest. Everyone wants to do magic, and you um, cannot—you can't cut off any one of the four elements. But yet,
0: we often do.
1: Yeah. 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 And I have so many people
2: that are struggling and and trying to reject their beauty and their and their gorgeous nature, their gorgeous watery nature, and they're making here they are making excuses for the fact that they're a Pisces. Well, good luck trying to change the fact that you're a Pisces. No. Embrace the fact that you're a gorgeous, amazing, brilliant Pisces and that when you understand the world isn't built for you, but there's no, that might be a problem with the world. It's not a problem with you. Let's find a way to use your Pisces nature in a fabulous and wonderful way because there are ways to do it. This awareness is really – there's nothing to transform – there's just things to recognize and to realize. Your water hands, Sharona, are your superpower. And when and you have oh, recognized that because look at your life that you've created. And this is the power of the metaphysical. This is the power of the work that you're doing with this radio show. This is the power of the work that the metaphysical community is doing. We can start to recognize how do we interface with the mundane world, how do we understand the implications sociologically with our social programming, and how do we navigate that? This is what I think is one of the most important things for us to recognize.
1: yeah, I mean how I often think how different people's lives would be if they you know if if they were allowed to look in to mm-hmm. all these different ways of understanding yourself you know yeah. the astrology the palmistry you know like we everything is everything is air 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 and mm-hmm. all for the earth you know but but the bad part of the earth you yeah. know like you know like uh it's not loving the earth so no
2: it's a shallow earth it's it's yeah. Attractive yeah. Earth. it's a shallow materialistic earth it's not even like the holiness of the earth or the like sacredness of the earth. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I
2: wish that like what you're saying and that they could just express, they find out what they are through palmistry, through astrology, through numerology, and then they're able to fully express who they are. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's, um, You know if you don't do that you're really it's almost like you're tying one hand behind your back or something you're not bringing in um, all the all the uh, the tools that you have been given
3: yeah why do
1: you why do you you know why do you think this isn't more people don't know about this like if I I'm not a parent but if I had a child I would all I would want to know all this information so that, I mean, it's almost like we're trying to, you know, fit ourselves and our offsprings and our friends into a box and that's, and it's like Mm -hmm. the wrong box. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Well, we went through a period of time in our history called the dark ages or the middle ages where religion was the, only thing that mattered and that dark ages had this religious, like everything was based on one particular, you know, religion of a very restrictive Catholicism and the age of enlightenment and the Renaissance occurred. And this is when we started to see that the language of science started to reveal things that the church um, had to start acknowledging, like we started to uh, look at empirical evidence behind what was actually happening. And when we started to do that, um, there started to be an opening of our eyes and of reality. And that went even further than religion because We started and and it had its own consequences. And so now we have a society that is very much um, uh, secular and it, it depends only on reductionist scientific observation. If I can't observe it and it isn't a reductionist observation that is based on what I can experience with my five senses, then it isn't considered to be real. And so we've kind of left the good parts of religion or of, or of belief or of inner knowledge in large part behind in secular culture. And we've embraced the language of science and of, and of of, uh, empirical evidence. But what we've, we've lost that sort of balance in between of saying, Hey, there's also knowledge and wisdom available that we don't yet have a language of science for, or that we don't yet have a tool to measure that still is there so is happening so because of that we don't have a way to say how do i uh, so we don't trust the fact that astrology is a thing or that people have a an expression that might be emotional or that might be transformational or that might be um you know uh logical or that might be um you know very uh tangible we don't look at the um the archetypes of elements, or we don't look at, you know, metaphysical expressions. And I think this is partly why we live in a society that's very secular and mm-hmm. has gone so far in that direction. And in some ways, that's good because it's saving us from, like, the church, you know, and the dark ages. Mm-hmm. But in other ways, you know, it keeps us from accessing some inner wisdom, I think. Yeah. So we're due yeah, for, like, it's... a more a balancing. Yeah.
1: My opinion. yeah what do you it's think? It's why kind of do you Well, I mean, it's kind of like, you know, we have, you know, fundamentalists that either get, you know, too restrictive religion-wise, and then you have fundamentalists Mm -hmm. that are scientists. And one of the things that I do love about tarot cards is if you look at the message in them, it's always about balance. You know, like, you know, I, yeah. you come back to that little card, like the moon card and that little crayfish mm-hmm. or lobster. Hey, crayfish is kind of good yeah. while we're talking about New Orleans. A little craw there. Orleans. He's it's, crawling out of the it's water. And he's,
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah. And he has to walk that middle road you know and that's kind of like right. but yet you know on one on one hand we do like to kind of go you know swing back on the pendulum too i mean i i um <laughs> as, as i said i like to kind of see both things but yeah we've got you know uh you know you what you know find that balance between the mm-hmm. two mm-hmm. fundamentalists yeah mm-hmm. but i think people mm-hmm. are I think I think they're, you know, hey, the fact that we can talk about this stuff on the air and, you know, feel relatively safe is showing that the world is changing. For most yeah. people. Yeah. I think so. Well yeah. 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 But wow, I love now I'm gonna look at my tarot cards differently with the 16 court cards, and that there are 16 oh, yes. hand types out there.
0: Right. I mean, yeah, tarot so that, is the amazing.
2: Court, the tarot is amazing. The court cards, The way I, the system that I use is pages are earth, knights are air, queens are water, and kings are fire. And then, of course, the suits that I use are, just so that people know the way that I'm doing it, I use Pentacles as Earth, Swords as Air, Cups are Water, and Wands are Fire. And so that's the way that I use it. And I use the um, suit as dominant and the character as um, the secondary. So if you have the Knight of Wands, that would be the Fire of Air. If that makes sense. So that's that's gotcha. how I would use that. And so if I pull that card, you know, like here, I I just pulled the Knight of Cups out of my deck. So that would be the um, air of water. So the water would be dominant. And so I look at that, even when I'm reading tarot, I'm like, oh, that's the air of water. So that's a water card, but it's the air of water. And it's, you know, that, you know, um, the um, emotion evoked by ideas that would come in. And so I I think about that connection between logic and rationality and big emotions. And so even though other people, that's one of the ways to think about, you know, the court cards also.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because I know a lot of people, they try to say, well, are the court cards related to astrology? But they're, you know, there's 12. This is a way to make sense of. The fact that it's really sixteen because you know it's how you take the twelve and then there's the four element in there too. So I mean, not element, the four, the number four. So that that makes sense with the sixteen cards because if you Mm -hmm. do it purely astrology wise, you got to throw out the uh, the pages and um, no, don't throw out the pages. You know, I don't think that that you know then that means that why are they there? You know I at least that's what my mind would say. Those pages are there for a reason. Why are you telling me to to uh throw yeah. them out? Wow, yeah, 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 awesome so I have um, awesome
2: I think it's really cool to to think about like the Earth of air, the earth of mm-hmm. water, you know as a really very cool thing to think about how those go together. Just even if you aren't even thinking about palmistry, if you're just thinking about, you know, know, the earth of water, the clay idea, what is the idea of clay? How does water, the emotions, our emotions, our compassion, soften the idea of earth? If someone is a very grounded, very stuck in the mud, very stubborn person, but they're also very grounded, they're my rock, they're my foundation – you can bring some compassion to the situation. If you get the um, earth of water, the page of cups, or if let's say it's the queen of pentacles, those two cards are ways of softening the element of earth. And, what a, or, and to bring some stability and some structure to emotions, which can just be, you know, all waterworks. And so this is a really powerful card to bring that together.
3: Indeed.
1: Wow. Oh, my goodness. we got to have you back for a third time, you know, because <laughs> <you know, laughs> I'm looking at the clock and I'm going, oh, my goodness, we've been talking. So, uh, Jim, where can our listeners follow you and partake in all the good stuff that you do? I want you to oh, give yeah. out a well, shout-out to everyone.
2: Of course, my website, thedivinehand.com. Um, You can find me there. You can find me on Instagram at um, Divine Hand Jim. Or on Facebook, you can find me, James Divine. Um, But Instagram is really the place. Oh, I'm on TikTok. I'm terrible at TikTok, but I'm working on getting better at TikTok. Divine Hand Jim is where I am on TikTok. Um, Awesome. And sign up for my email list. That's where I'm going to announce. I'm end of March, I'm teaching intro to palmistry, but I'm also um, on my website, there's appearances. I'm speaking at a bunch of different um, uh, Minneapolis, St. Paul, Dallas, Portland. So I'm all over the place. And whenever I'm uh, in a city, I post it and, and I send out an email um, so people can book sessions with me if I'm in your city.
1: Awesome, awesome, and I do want to let people know that you do have an apprenticeship program, right? You know? Yes, I do. So and, and that I have that a information is there. Also.
2: Yeah, yeah, I have a coaching program um, as well, so people can get a hold of me. Yeah, thank you for that.
1: Yeah, well, thank you, and i have noticed that we're way past the bottom of the hour, so I got to quickly tell everyone what's going on here on the psychic talk radio network and then we'll be taking some calls and i also we've got a question also in the chat room which is really kind of um cool but let me so that i'm not a so they don't get mad at me at the psychic talk radio network i gotta let you know what's going on um coming up tomorrow so uh tomorrow february 27th and right now all of our, our it's it's interesting. It doesn't often happen, but all of our shows they're at the same time as this show. That's you know, it would be eleven AM Pacific, two PM Eastern, seven PM um if you're in the UK we get a lot and then we're it's interesting, we're getting a lot of people even from other parts of the world. So you know how to translate what I just said as far as the time, which is for the live shows. You can always go into the archives. So we have a show tomorrow. And then on Thursday, March the 2nd, the Marvelous Mary Brown will be uh, doing a radio show on crystals. And it's called There's a Rock for That. And then next Saturday, once again, uh, we have the, a show with the marvelous Mary Brown and Dax Carlisle. That one will also be on video uh, stream, so that's really fun. And then next Sunday, this show is on like kind of like almost like every other uh, Sunday. Uh, it's actually the, sec- the, um, the second and the fourth Sunday. Um, but uh, we have on the alternate Sundays, we have um, Maria G. Moss and she does the angelic view and she has a special guest Jen Ginger um, Stare who uh, will be with her and I will be back on Sunday March 12th and also with another special guest that people were raving about I'll have Julie Ulrich and she does animal uh, communication so all of you animal mummies and daddies out there, you certainly want to tune in. So uh, I think we can take some calls, but you know what, Jim? Let me do this one. We have a, we have a question uh, that I see in the um, in the chat room. It says the person is is going by the name Popular Newbie, and can you ask James what he gets for me? Moving house to a new state. I'm taking this one now because do you need, for this person who is in the chat room, do you need any more information uh, as far as they're saying thank you for taking my question? So they're listening. Yeah, uh, I, can you I got, I got pick up anything? I got it.
2: Totally. Cool. Okay. Um, I, I pulled two cards for popular newbie. Um, part I got was the two of cups. So Sharona, you can do this with me, but when I see the two of cups, I see that as a choice for sure, because, you know, that shows that there's an emotional choice, the water, the cups are water and the two of cups shows that there's a hemming and hawing and like, ah, so I think that's kind of what your situation might be right now. And that there's this emotional, like, Two's are often at either or, or like, oh, should I, shouldn't I? Where am I at? So it's kind of, yeah, I get that you're in this dilemma, and it's uh, em- that, that with the insight here is there's an emotional aspect to that. I don't know if you wanted to add anything to the two of cups that I pulled, Sharona, from your no, perspective.
1: You're, 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 no, you're right part. on. Yeah, you're right yeah, on. I'm I mean, the two of cups is associated with, um, you know, partnerships and – the emotional uh I'm trying to get the word the emotional real estate that we attach mm-hmm. to it you know there there is a partnership there and how do we you know once again that word balance how do we achieve balance mm-hmm. that it doesn't yep. that it honors everyone and everything that's involved yeah
2: right At, between the two cups is a modified Hermes um, Caduceus, which is a staff with two snakes and then a lion head with wings. So one of the things that you might want to consider is how your um, choice is also serving, like what Sharona said, all parties involved and how it is um, uh, healing or how it is um, make sure that you, uh, you have done your own work within. One of the things I say to a I said to a friend of mine, he used to always move somewhere and then complain about where he moved. I said, hey, notice what follows you. Because that isn't about where you move to. That's about you. And so if we do our work, then we can be aware of that. The second card I pulled as far as timing, when is the best time to move? I got the 10 of cups. So if Mm. I look at that as timing... That is, cups are usually months, so that would be 10 months. But the cups are also, like, the happiest card. That's one of the, if you want, right, Sharona, if we wanted to pick, like, oh, what are the best cards in the deck, if we wanted to just pull one out, that'd be one of the ones you and I would pick, right? The Ten of Cups. Yeah,
1: that's like the happy after, that's like the happy after ever, you know, happy ever yeah, after. We,
2: we, exactly, we love that. We would pick the Sun card, and we'd pick the Ten of Cups card. Oh, yeah, we love that card. So this is like a card. I call it the Rainbow of Cups because it's <laughs> a rainbow over the top with these ten cups and these happy kids that are dancing and this couple that are like yay and a bucolic scene at the bottom. So you know you have this idea of like ten months from now seems like a really good time. Um, and I also want to con- want you to consider that maybe this is a I don't know what do you think, Sean? It seems like this might be a good idea. But what's your thoughts about yeah. getting this as far as a timing card?
1: Well, you know, one both cards have houses in them. (laughs) Oh, right. That's true. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it definitely has to do about you know home and everything. Yeah. So far, you're right on. Yeah, timing wise, um, cups tend to be. um, Yeah, I'm getting. I'm getting. uh, I'm getting a ten too you know uh mm-hmm. you know early early autumn kinda of thing you know that it's
3: yeah you know
1: where where um summer you know septemberish octoberish yeah, pretty cool, love it, hope that helps, yeah, um Papa yeah I, I hope that'll yeah, I hope that helps so. What we're going to do is we're going to take a couple of calls because we need to be mindful of time so i am going to um, area code 310 bringing you on hi what is your name and where are you calling from and thanks for calling in hi
4: hi this is vince and i'm calling from new york um I want to find out, um, I was fired from a job on uh, that I started on November 28th. I was fired uh, at the beginning of this month, uh it wasn't because I did anything wrong. It was just because I couldn't uh, pass the training, but they said I could, um, I could reapply and get rehired uh, down the road. Um, so in the meantime, I applied at other jobs, so I've been applying at this company. So i'm wondering um i i interviewed at a beer company and i also interviewed um on Friday i did an interview with um with uh, a beverage company um a big one and um and I've been putting my applications back into for this job that i got fired from so i'm wondering if if um I'm going to get this job that I interviewed for Friday, the brewery, or, or if I'm going to go back to the job that I was fired from, and you know, how long it will be before I get a job before I get back into working again.
1: Okay, let's see if we could kind of, uh, re, uh, kind of like hone in on this. So, okay. Okay. So, um, what? Can you make the question a little bit, you know, uh, clear about what what cause the clearer you make the question the easier it's going to be for the cards and and to answer. So um, you want to know about the question is about the job on Friday that you interviewed for.
4: Yeah. Yeah, because I seem to be a really good fit for that one. Um, but at the same time, if I'm going to be offered a job, if could go back to my ex employer that I just got let go from
1: Okay. Now, the guy on uh, Fr- the
4: guy on Friday said he'll let me know in about a week, a week and a half, so probably by next Monday.
1: Okay. Okay. So you do have kind of a uh, of a idea on the timing. So Jim, what are you picking up? Are you picking up anything? And I'm going to just yeah.
2: are super clear for me. Um, you got the hermit as your first card, um, and that tells me. It's time for you to really focus within. It's time for you to uh, – this is about you have an inner light within you. And uh, this tells me that it's it's important for you to um, move into your own uh, – and to access your own light and your own strengths and your own confidence, a sense of – of confidence in yourself. And um, being able to get through training is very important, and it's a function of your ability to focus, pay attention, and and be in this hermit-like state of saying, I have the light and the confidence within me, and I know that this is something that I can focus on and I can do. I believe in myself. As I was pulling cards to get a timing card, several cards came up, including the star and the king of cups. And so this, again, reiterates the fact that this is important work for you to do. You can, if it's a fit for you and you feel it's a fit and the managers are willing to give you a second chance at the training, this is evidence that, you know, you're a good fit for it, continue to apply, continue to sort of get your name out there, I got the ten, I'm sorry, um, the six of swords as a timing card. And so I think that it might take six weeks. Um, I think that's a a timing. You may have a six-week lag time uh, before you're actually in that job. That might be how long training lasts. That might be um, uh, uh, how long you get an answer from someone else. But I think that I'm getting a six swords, so that's six weeks for me. Um, that's what the cards say based on the energy that's happening right now. Now, don't take the tarot cards as the final answer. You can influence what happens with these cards based on your behavior and your in, your own behavior is more powerful than what the cards say. But based on what now, doing what you're doing, it looks like six weeks and your opportunity to really let your inner light shine. But I wonder, Sharona, your thoughts on these cards or on what you're seeing
1: wow they're very similar um what I'm getting is you know you're you're feeling really restricted by the circumstances that you find yourself in and what I'm getting is that's really an illusion and um, don't you know don't really wait for you know a job or someone to rescue in in this situation you're much more powerful than what um, what you're believing as far as creating um, and manifesting uh, what you want because I'm getting that once you do this I mean it goes to like the Sun card which is like infinite possibilities so um, I would say you need to really not feel so restricted. Okay, not be waiting. I mean, you you uh, don't you know, you you want to hear back from these people, but that's not that's not all the people out there, you know,
0: right? Know that.
1: Right. Uh, yeah, that um, so, you know, I do think, you know, once once you get busy, you're going to be very busy. So even enjoy yeah. right now. While you're waiting for the those calls to come in but you know, keep keep um, and you know, I think it's great that you got the training and education and everything but don't feel that that's that's what you need alone, right? You know, you need your, you need your personal power. Yeah. I hope that helps. Yeah, yeah, it, so, does. it does. Yeah, and you know, hey, you're I want to let you know that you're pretty awesome. And uh, I'm sending you, you, I'm
2: sending you positive energy and good luck and all our positive vibes to you.
1: Okay. And, you know, want you to keep shining that light of yours, because as you shine it,
2: the -hmm. right people
1: are going to find you and the right opportunities. For sure. So I'm going to put you back in the listening mode. Thank you. Love you for calling in. And I'm just watching the time because I know that Jim said that um, you're going to be teaching a class so I don't want...
2: Um, That's right. So I'm teaching Learn Palmistry in just one session. But I think we could take one more call.
1: Okay, let's let's do if that. If you want to. Uh, oh, I want to. I definitely want I to. I want to stay here um, all
2: day. This is so fun.
1: Isn't it? Isn't it fun? Okay, <laughs> what we can do is I'm going to take area code, because I know that they were waiting longer, and I thought they had dropped off, and then they went down to the... To the bottom of the list, I'm calling caller area code two oh five. What is your name and where you're calling from?
3: Hi, Hi, thank you. My name, thank you for taking my call. My name is Patricia, and my question surrounds love. Hi, Patricia. Hi, absolutely have enjoyed the show. Uh, my question surrounds love, and I just wonder when do you see? Um, my partner in life. Hmm. An yeah, apartment a in life. A partner no, in life. Partner I was saying apartment in, in life, asking and I was love.
0: saying
1: no, apart. We're asking about. Oh, I love that. I love, love talking about love. Okay, Jim. Partner you're <laughs> in life.
2: Okay, let's see here. Um, partner in life. I got. Uh, the Wheel of Fortune is a major – I mean, people are getting some major arcana cards here. So the Wheel of Fortune came up for you, Patricia. Um, and so when I get the Wheel of Fortune, I really look at um, this as – some people see the Wheel of Fortune as um, like a, a luck of the draw or something like that. I see this as um, – there are possibilities that are all around you, and the second card that I get is the King of Pentacles. It's my personal favorite card, um, and my significator card. So this tells me there are possibilities around you, and the King of Pentacles even kind of feels like there's a like a person or there's a sort of you know person around you that is a potential. Um, there are circumstances. My, my sense is there are circumstances that are surrounding you or that are flying around you that are challenging or that are keeping, you know, some things from happening. And that's where my encouragement for you is to seek that balance that is needed, um, that is called for in the Wheel of Fortune and that inner work for the King of Pentacles, for you is to have some of that balance and that you know stability for you to be in a place where you're saying, okay, I really feel like a, a, a relationship is not here to complete me. A relationship is not here to to add anything to my life uh, or or to solve anything in my life. Rather, it's just here to um, be uh, a, a lovely. Um, companion, and when that is there, um, the numeric card, like when, and I know this is, you're maybe going to be frustrated with this answer, but the card that I got is the six of pentacles, so pentacles are years, so six years. Now, let's talk about what that means. Jim, that is a whole bunch of BS. I don't want to wait six years, right, Patricia? You're you're probably saying Mm -hmm. that right now forget you, Jim, I don't want to wait six years. I hear you. I hear your brain. (laughs) So how do we make that? I love you, right? You're like, damn you, Jim. Um, So how do we make that go faster? We do the work on ourselves. We say, okay, how do I do the work on myself to make sure that I am lovable? And so this is where, you know, I love RuPaul. How are we going to love somebody else if we can't love ourselves? Your capacity to receive love is in direct relationship to the love you're able to have for yourself. So when you're able to look in that full-length mirror and say, "Man, I really love myself. I love my life. I love the way that everything is working out. I I am embracing the mistakes I've made, they've made me who I am today. That scar on my on my forearm, I love it. That, you know, the extra pounds I have or the thing that I've got or the clothes I'm wearing or the car I'm driving I love it I'm right where I need to be when you are able to embrace not without without changing anything but embrace where you are right now and love the hell out of it boom that 10 of pentacles will show up I'm sorry that that 10 that king of pentacles will show up for you and that will change the card that will show up in that last place. And when it changes, I'm going to pull the next card. It's the, ooh, if you do that work, you got the two of wands. Wands are days or springtime. And so if you do that work and can make that transformation happen in you, the next card in the deck is the two of wands, which changes that six years into a metaphorical two days or springtime. It makes it happen immediately. It makes it show. It makes that person who's already circling around you happen. Does that make sense for you?
3: Mm. Yes, absolutely. And I know that's
2: like, and it does, I do not mean for that to be cliche. Like
3: you have to do, if you can't love others, unless you love yourself.
2: I don't mean for that to be cliche BS. I mean for that, like, I know we're on the radio, but seriously, Patricia, this is like a serious message for you. Like, you, you know, because you might have been told this before, you might have gotten this message before, but you are really worthy of love. You are worthy yeah. of that that, that that devotion and that love. So that means you have to love yourself fully. And that way, that person that comes in is just going to be like, damn, Patricia, you are all that.
3: And if you can't take, right.
2: like, in order in order to be able to take that, you know, you got to be able to receive it.
3: Of course. Yes. I fully understand. And so so it it resonates. yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And so say that to all the people listening for them, because when you are able to hear this, you know what's happening? You're able to then help other people in your life receive that. And other people listening to this radio show. Don't you think that all the other ladies listening and all the other men listening also need to know this, right?
3: Right. Yes,
1: I mean
2: it's so important.
1: That's I can't amazing. wait for That's you to right. find. I can Yeah. I can't wait
2: for you to find love.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah. I'm well, you know, hearts
1: are amazing. I got something what, really what, what, uh, similar.
3: What, oh, wait, I hold, got. Hold on! Hold on! And, Sharona, yeah.
2: One second. One second. I want to know what Patricia was just about to say. Patricia, what were you saying?
3: Oh I, I was just about to say understanding that you have to be. First, that in which you are you know um, w- that in which you are seeking, you must be that first, you must be that love, you yeah. must be that compliment to be complimented. Um, you must be all those <clears throat> things that you are asking to receive. So in order yeah. to receive that be that, First,
0: yes, 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 yeah,
2: you get it. Absolutely, you get it. You said it. The fact that you said it, oh, that gives me good. I have goosebumps. I have goosebumps. So you said it. Listen to the recording of this of this episode, which will go live, and listen to it again. Share that, and you be you preach this to people because it will make a difference and it'll make a difference for everyone listening and be the person who lives that. And boom, yeah. that level will manifest for you. Sharona, what did yep. you get in your cards? I,
1: I got almost the exact same thing. And it was, it's Isn't about, that you're, the, you're blocked. You're, you, you feel that you're blocked, but it's an illusion. It's an illusion because um, for one thing too, you know, you've been, told i think you have to break away from what you were told that what this 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 is going to look like open yourself up Mm -hmm. That you know this partner may be very different from what um society and family and everyone told you you needed Mm -hmm. you you're gonna you go for what you want and not be um you know, focus on what you know. It's it, it's probably the answer is probably you're going to find this person when you go down a different path, okay? And mm-hmm. also, what what James was saying, uh it is so important in any type of of love situation. You got to love yourself the way that you want mm-hmm. other people to love you. You know?
3: <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, it all. You know, all cards are off the table. You're going to be able, but, but yeah. You know, you you, love you it. choose. Yeah, you choose that, and like also James was saying, you're gonna you might be become as a result of this a teacher of love, a teacher of self. The love guru. And all of the, Welcome, yeah. To, welcome
2: to Patricia, the love guru.
0: <laughs> mm, what's her radio yeah. show? What's her radio show?
2: Let's call in our yes. radio show. Yes.
3: <laughs> beautiful. Beautiful put. Um mm. thank you both. I um beautiful earth angels, both of you. I love you. Um many blessings and uh again, um I'm grateful for the message. Thank you so much. I'm so glad. Thank We're you much. We're grateful for being you called in. For-
1: for- we love you very much.
3: That was a perfect
2: last call. I'm so glad we got you on.
1: Yeah. Well, look at what time it is. So, you know what? I think um, we need to uh, start wrapping this up. So, uh, if I didn't take your call, although there's other shows that you can call into with our other fabulous guests here on the Psychic Talk Radio Network. Um, let everyone know that I'll be back on March 12th and do want to remind everyone that I am your magic mama. I'm Sharona and I always like to leave people with some words they could think about and that is, well, basically, you know, your words are magic. So two of the most important words are I am because what you put after that am it has, has. Um, happens and of course the uh, the most important word of all is thank you you know because a grateful heart uh does become a magnet for miracles so i just want to thank um today's special guest james divine for stopping by today and um, i want to thank each one of you my listeners my dear friends in this magical community for joining me here today and i also want to leave you with this thought if nobody told you this today or any day i want you to know that you are loved and you are enough just the way you are okay and Mm -hmm. this world would not fit together the same way without each one of you okay and Mm -hmm. and that is perfection and that is essential and you are essential and keep shining your light keep shining that light and you're gonna notice interesting things happening, and you know you can talk. If you can't talk to Jim and me, you can talk to that magical universe that's out there. You know you can do it throughout your day. You know you're not alone. You're like the fool cart. You have got that little white dog that's following behind you, barking at your heels. That's your you know that's your inner um, that's your inner self and your intuition. And you, I want you to know that the universe has your back. So keep your energy and your vibrations high and step into that power and awaken your true magic. So until we meet again on Sunday, March 12th, I am wishing each one of you countless blessings and high vibrations. And dear friends, I love you all. I love you, James Devine. Thank you for joining I us. I love you, Oh, Tarana. my goodness. Oh, Thank you. So oh, we got a... To... We've got a love fest going. Let's do it again. Bye. Let's do it again. Bye. Love you. Love you so much. Keep shining your light. Bye, everyone.